Welcome to it. It is Chewing the Fat. And as we've talked about on this show before, I am a fan of In-N-Out Burger. I make no bones about it. I was uh, surprised that, uh, you know, everyone that I knew from California here in Texas, oh, In-N-Out Burger's the best. In-N-Out Burger's the best. And then they came here. And so I was, you know, forced to try it. Not by gunpoint, but I was forced to try it. And it's pretty darn good. And their burgers are outstanding. The fries are good. Shakes, okay. The shakes are, but if you could have an In-N-Out burger with fries from Shake Shack and then a shake from Chick-fil-A, now you're talking a lunch. But they just opened up In-N-Out Burger in Colorado this past weekend. Diners waited in line for 14 hours uh, in Aurora, Colorado. Uh, How about no? (laughs) They waited for 14 hours. Hours. And of course, that brings on, you know, people waiting in line, getting frustrated, and there were some fights, and no telling what those fights were about. Maybe somebody bumped a bumper, or they're getting angry. I mean, they're waiting in line at an In-N-Out Burger in Colorado for, you know, after, I don't know, an hour, I'm thinking, eh, you know what, I'm good. But even the Aurora Police Department had posted on their uh, social media page, it's official. Traffic is double-double, animal-style right now, all around the mall. We're on hand helping manage the massive traffic response. Be patient, be kind, maybe support another local eatery today. (laughs) And they also, one of their social media posts were like, Other places are open, hint, hint. So, I mean, would you wait in line that long for an In-N-Out burger? My answer would be no. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. the wait in line for an extended period of time. And I don't know what that line is. That line is definitely, (laughs) I'm not doing 14 hours. I'm not doing 12 hours. I'm not doing 10 hours. I'm not doing eight hours. I'm not doing six hours. I'm not doing four hours. I'm not doing three hours. Now, you know, you start getting into, you know, one or two hours. It's possible. But really, no, not doing that. And it defeats the purpose of in and out, doesn't it? 
I mean, especially when I could just be home laying in my bowl and branch sheets and pillowcases. I know. I know. I know what you're saying. Really? Yes. Everyone that's used them and that has laid on them, that has covered themselves with their sheets, knows that Bolin Branch sheets are the softest, most comfortable, pure, organic cotton sheets on earth. Bolin Branch cotton is rain-fed, pesticide-free, carries the highest organic certification, and that's why it's so soft. And I mean, look, I'm a sheet snob, no question. But because they work with family-owned mills all over the world to expertly weave every set of Bolin Branch sheets with the highest level of craftsmanship, it's quality you can feel the moment you open the box. And, I, you know, you can see we've posted a quick video of the uh, unboxing and uh, on our, so my social media accounts, but... I'm not kidding you. They are so comfortable. I love them. And what's special about it is you have the sheets and then you have the pillowcases. So not only are you comfy on and in the sheets, you also then have the pillowcases to lay on. I know. I know. Bolin Branch. And uh, they're going to sell them direct to you. Bolin Branch sheets start at just 160 bucks. $160. They're $1,000 quality for just a fraction of the price. Plus, you can sleep on them for a month risk-free. I know. That's kind of cool. And right now, you're going to get $50 off any sheet set at bowlandbranch.com with the promo code JEFFY. Bowlandbranch.com. B-O-L-L and branch. B-R-A-N-C-H dot C-O-M. Promo code J-E-F-F-Y. Get $50 off. BowlinBranch.com. Promo code Jeffy. Now, there's some restrictions apply, and you can see BowlinBranch.com for details. But I promise, you put these on your bed or wherever you want to lay your sheets and pillowcases and lay on them and in them, you're going to love them. BowlinBranch.com. Promo code Jeffy. Okay, I'm going to apply for this job, and there's no need for you to apply for it. I mean, you can, but there's no need because I'm going to get it. It's uh, for 2500 bucks and a year's worth of streaming to seven different streaming services. I know. I know. Well, what do you have to do for that, Jeff? I have to, It doesn't matter. I'm going to do it, and you don't need to apply for it. I'm going to get the 2500 bucks. I'm going to get the year's worth of streaming to seven different streaming services. And sure, you can apply for it too, whatever, but you're not going to get it. So you, why try? Um, is that voter suppression? You'll get to watch 25 holiday movies in 25 days. And it's my choice. <laughs> what movies I want to watch. I know. That is sounds like a great job. And I want to do it. Okay, so... You already have to have a device compatible for streaming. Eh, okay. You'll have to watch 25 holiday movies in 25 days. Duh. You'll have to fill out a short post-movie survey. I'll do that. And I'll give you a daily audio <laughs> review on my social media accounts. If you want a video review, I may be willing to do that too. may have to up that. 
price though 2500 bucks in a year worth of streaming services so and it doesn't matter you get to choose the 25 movies you just have to do one a day and review it <laughs> okay i am a fan I want to do that now. It's reviews.org's holiday dream job application. 2500 bucks, 25 holiday movies in 25 days plus the reviews. That's a good gig. Uh, that's a good job. And I am going to apply for it. And as I said, you can apply for it too, but I mean, good luck. I don't really mean that. I, <laughs> I want this job. From reviews.org. I want it. I, I really do. I think it'd be fun. And it'd be... Don't even apply. Because I'm going to get it. Okay? Alright, we're good. I don't even know why I'm talking about it. Maybe I should just delete it from the show. So we talked a little bit about this today on Pat show. And uh, I've been... Uh, working with Pat all week on Pat Gray Unleashed and you can uh, go and listen to the podcast or listen live every day on Blaze Radio and Blaze Television uh, 7 to 9 Eastern AM but uh, Soul Cycle is you know the exercise classes the popular spin studio chain uh, has a little bit of a problem with some of their instructors now three instructors in particular are in trouble. They are master instructors. I mean, right there being called master instructors, you're already showing your racism, right? Now these three instructors were the big money makers. So according to this, they were allowed to get away with things that others wouldn't, right? Um, one black lady recalled an encounter with one of the, uh, master instructors she was just a uh, just a regular instructor i guess uh, after taking his class she changed uh, and put a bandana on her head which the one instructor connor kelly said whoa aunt jemima <laughs> wow even in 2014 when it happened come on now that is way wrong and she said that uh she, she felt it was disgusting. Yeah, uh, no question it was. This was in the lobby in Palo Alto. But she said she didn't feel... She told some of the colleagues, but she believed there wasn't anyone that would have cared. So she didn't complain about it. I mean, okay, but you kind of lose the point. I mean, you don't lose the point. The point is still horrific, right? And mean. But uh, you lose the, the grip of the situation by waiting so long, at least for me. Now, uh, one of the ladies, uh, <laughs> one of the ladies is said that she was, uh, uh, that they were fat shaming. All right. She was busy fat shaming the workers at the Tribeca location. All right. She, Lori Cole, would come in and take pictures of some of the employees working at the front desk who were, according to this story, curvy. That would mean that they were overweight. And she would say, this is not on brand for my check-in. I don't want this at the front desk during my classes. I mean, I tend to kind of agree with that, but okay. And she got in trouble for a homophobic statement that she made. And she, you know 
got in trouble for moving one of the clients to the back and bringing someone else up front who she felt looked better. And the client was pregnant. I mean, that's, that's kind of a problem. And so, I mean, that is a problem with these three employees, but they were such big earners that the complaint is that soul cycle was just like, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll investigate it and we take it serious, but nothing ever happened. Okay. I mean, of course, soul cycle will say, we are committed to continuing to make improvements and ensuring that we live up to the values that our teams and riders expect of us. Will ya? Will ya? Because it doesn't seem like it. They were more happy with uh, spending money on uh, apartments and rented Mercedes Benz for their master instructors so that she would just uh, keep the money coming in on their classes. And, you know, these companies in today's world, man, you just can't do that. If you are unable to be a master instructor and bring in the money and do a good job and not be a racist, homophobic bastard, (laughs) uh, then you're not worth it. Have a nice day, right? I mean, the one instructor they say is accused of pressuring one of their riders into performing oral sex. I have got to figure out how to pressure someone to do that. I mean, you can make all the jokes you want, which, of course, I will. But I have got to figure out how you pressure someone into that? Um, the answer is no, or yes, or later, not now, <laughs> another time, maybe. Uh, it's just not pressured into, well, okay, right? Come on now. I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm finding it difficult to believe someone could get pressured into oral sex can you be assaulted and made to do it maybe but i tell you what i would be reminded that uh i would be reminding that person that i have teeth and those work as well but that's just me (laughs) that's just me so just remember soul cycle is there for you with their master instructors And they are committed to continuing to make improvements and ensuring that they live up to the values that their teams and riders expect of us. So you got that going for you. So I think I just fell in love with Sia. She has been addressing the backlash that she's received after casting former Dance Moms star Maddie Ziegler as a character with autism in her new movie, Music, even though the 18-year-old is not autistic in real life. How dare she? How dare she? Now, last week, remember, we did the story about the, uh, uh, the movie where people were talking about limb differences and they were, uh, it was embarrassing and they shouldn't be doing the parts with, uh, what's her face's movie and Hathaway in witches and, and bent the knee to the crowd and said, sorry, of course, I'm so sorry. We, I wouldn't have done this had I known. Well, Sia is not bending the knee and I, I love her for it. Okay. 
She said it's a mighty shame that someone was such a colossal. Oh, this is this is her getting uh, getting the uh, getting the backlash. It's a mighty shame that someone with such a colossal platform is using it to exclude disabled and neurodiverse actors from their own narratives. I've been a longtime fan of your work, so this is really disappointing. Well, Sia, the 44-year-old singer, uh, decided that uh, she was not going to take it. This is what I love about her. Don't bend the knee. You never bend the knee to the rage mob. You never bend the knee to the rage mob. So she said, um, you know, it's an effing sad. Nobody's even seen the movie and that my heart has always been in the right place. I cast 13 neuroatypical people, three trans folks, and not as a effing prostitutes or drug addicts, but as doctors, nurses, and singers. Uh, she re- continued, to respond. Several autistic actors, myself included, responded to these tweets. Oh no. We all said we could have acted in on short notice. Oh, really? So you were ready the uh, uh who is this person that complained about Sia? It was the same person that said was complaining to her and now they're saying we could have acted on short notice. It could have been just us. Just quick like a rabbit. We could have been there for you. Um, She said, these excuses are just that excuses. The fact of the matter is zero effort was made to include anyone who is actually autistic. Hashtag nothing about us without us. Her response, Sia, bless your heart. Maybe you're just a bad actor. (laughs) That is Awesome. See ya. See ya. See ya. Thank you. So good news and bad news all kind of rolled up in one. And, uh, you know, it's something that, well, the Gasparilla Parade in Tampa. I love it. Been a part of it for years. I mean, I certainly haven't been there in the past, you know, 10 years. Very disappointing. We used to broadcast the parade. Uh, Glenn and Stu and myself would broadcast it every year. And then uh, Jack Harris and myself broadcast it. And it's just fun. It's just a fun event. It started as a joke and it became a yearly tradition that we broadcast the parade. I would love to do it again. It wouldn't be a bad thing for chewing the fat to broadcast the Gasparilla parade. It would be, I don't know, kind of awesome. I, I might actually try to make that happen. But uh, it's not going to happen in January of 2021. I know. Dry your eyes. But they're not canceling it. They're just postponing it. They're going to postpone it until the 17th of April. Okay. So we, then they've got the children's parade, which happens before the Pirate Fest. And that's going to happen you know, April 10th. And then there's no word on when they do the night parade. And that usually, you know, that happens, happens at, a, a, you know, the Santiago night parade. Okay. Well, uh, there's no, in, in Ybor city, I've been a part of that one too. That's a lot of fun. Anyway, they, uh, they don't know when they're going to be doing that one. Now, you know, of course, this isn't the first time that the event has been postponed or canceled. Uh, parades were not held, uh, during, uh, war times when the city had limited public celebrations. So, I mean, it's not 
breaking new ground by either canceling or postponing it. But of course, the Gasparilla Captain Peter Lackman of Ye Mystic Crew uh, said safety is our most important responsibility. Thank you, Peter. We really appreciate it. And, and we know that. We know that, okay? We, we, we get that. And in the public interest of restricting events that bring large numbers of people to our community, we, we've made the difficult decision to postpone. And we look forward to celebrating with our mateys safely and responsibly this April. Man, do I hope that happens. I want that to happen. That will mean that things are returning back to some kind of normal. Good luck. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh my gosh. That is so, so good. I may have told you that before. <laughs> so yesterday we talked about Jeopardy and how uh, you know, there was an online petition for LeVar Burton and who might be the ideal host to take the place of Alex Trebek. Uh, Alex Trebek. Obviously, you can't replace Alex, but guess what? You can. And uh, and we I wasn't quite sure who they would pick because you like we said you know we don't want to be the guy that replaces the. Uh, legend, you want to be the guy that replaces the replacer of the legend. And so, that's not the actual quote, but the uh, you get my point. So then they announced uh, late yesterday that they've got a new interim host when production resumes. So production is going to resume next week for the show. They've got to you know, record and get everything ready to go for after the new year because they're, they go up until Christmas with Alex. They're going to let Ken Jennings be the interim host. Now, according to their announcement, okay, uh, additional guest hosts will be announced. Now, okay, so Ken has been their kind of face and their promotional guy that's been going around and he's there, you know, the most, the winningest guy or whatever. And he's I guess okay, but I don't know. You know the revolving idea of additional guest host. I mean, that works maybe for a little while. I really like the idea of just Ken Jennings. Let him be the interim host of Jeopardy for you know a season, and then in that season we find and make the new host to take over. So the person that's going to be the actual host of the show isn't really taking the place of the legend, right? He's taking the place of Ken Jennings, the guy who will be just, you know, okay. So it's kind of a good move. I don't know about the rotating hosts uh, because then that throws you into a loop of, you know, kind of like tryouts and, who's going to be best at it. I think, uh, I think the tryout should be made privately, but they didn't consult me. Now they can call and let me know what's happening, but I doubt that they're going to call, you know, again, since I missed the first time they called me. So, uh, if you're listening to this show right now and you are not a subscriber to chewing the fat, you need to become a subscriber to chewing the fat. 
I know it's a cute little thing you're doing now where you're listening for free, but really nobody likes a freeloader. So subscribe to Chewing the Fat and become a freeloading subscriber so that you're not looked on as a freeloader anymore. Okay? <laughs> okay, then. So choose a platform, whichever one warms the little cockles of your heart. Uh, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, just to name a few. There are a plethora of platforms out there. Choose one and subscribe to Chewing the Fat. And then if your platform allows you to rate and review it, go ahead and rate and review it. 20 stars, best podcast ever is fine. <laughs> you know, you don't need to you don't need to really think about it or anything. I just nice and easy, 20 stars, best podcast ever. It's that simple, okay? And as long as you're busy subscribing to the podcast, you might as well subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Same name, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. And, you know, just click the little notification bell once you subscribe so you get uh, alerted when new videos post. Okay? Okay, then. Let's do that. Hey, you know what? As long as you're there, why don't you go ahead and just make sure you follow me on all social media platforms. You've got at JeffyJFR on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Parlor, Jeff Fisher Radio. And let's just wrap this whole thing up into a nice little bow. It is almost Christmas, you know. I know, it's Thanksgiving first. Don't forget about Thanksgiving. Oh, I haven't. I haven't forgotten about Thanksgiving. And there's plenty of new rules and regulations that we're supposed to follow, too. But And Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York told us about celebrating Thanksgiving in a 38-second address. Spread thanks, not COVID wear a mask, get tested, stop the spread. It's your family, it's your home, it's your table. And this is his 38-second address that I think you're going to find. It's, it's really heartwarming. It's your family, it's your home, it's your table. These are all environments where you feel safe. And that is the beauty of Thanksgiving. I'm at home with my family. I'm in my safe zone. Your safe zone is not a safe zone. Your safe zone is dangerous this year. Please, love is sometimes doing what's hard. This year, if you love someone, it is smarter and better to stay away. Isn't that special? Doesn't that just warm the cockles of your heart? It sure does mine. It makes me like Governor Andrew Cuomo that much better. I think you know what I'm saying. This coming from a guy who said he was going to have Thanksgiving with his mother and two of his three daughters and then decided, mm, boy, people got mad at me for saying that. And uh, you know what? No, I'm canceling it all. Uh, nobody come around for Thanksgiving. We're done. Oh, Okay. No, 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 no problem. Um, I guess that's just the way it is, huh? Yep, I'm canceling it all. And coming from the guy who won the Emmy. An Emmy. An Emmy for his job holding daily COVID-19 briefings. <sighs> wow. Uh, 
In his virtual acceptance speech, and man, do I want to play that for you. Because <laughs> he is just that good. He acted as if he'd just been given, you know, the Nobel Peace Prize as opposed to a token Hollywood feel-good award. But, uh, he, you know, he thanked the, the New Yorkers and said, I love you, I care about you, I need you. Oh, God, this guy is just agonizing. And, of course, uh, the president and CEO of the Emmys, Bruce L. Paisner, said the governor's 111 daily briefings worked so well because he effectively created television shows with characters, plot lines, and stories of success and failure. People around the world tuned in to find out what was going on, and New York Tough became a symbol of determination to fight back. The award, an International Emmy Founders Award, given to a person who crosses cultural boundaries to touch our common humanity. Ugh. Just agonizing. But, I mean, congratulations. Congratulations on uh, an award well-deserved. No, no, not really, but congratulations anyway. This guy, man. <laughs> what? I, 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 I can't believe that he accepted it, but then I can't believe that he accepted it. I mean, wasn't he just, presumably, doing the work of the people? Let's not get into what he did, what actually happened. You know, let's just, we'll stick to the specific press conferences. Wasn't he just doing the work of the governor, that of which he was hired and elected to do? Wasn't he doing just that? So awards should really be taken for that, right? Am I wrong? Yep, I guess I am. I guess I am. Hey, good news though, it's been 50 years, 50 years since the king of rock and rolls, uh, Returned to concert stages and uh, was documented on the big screen. Elvis is back, baby. That's right. Uh, in 1970, Elvis did a movie called "That's the Way It Is" and give fans an inside view of the uh, of the of the King uh, during a tour stop in Phoenix and rehearsing in Culver City in Las Vegas, and uh, he is uh, coming back to the big screen now. I know, I know. December 3rd through the 6th, a remastered version of the film will show at theaters across the country. Special event, partnership between uh, Trafagler Releasing and Warner Brothers, aims to bring the concert film to more than 375 cinemas in 41 states at theaters such as Alamo Drafthouse Cinema, AMC Theaters, and Cinemark Theaters. Yes, please come back to the theaters. Please Come back to the theaters. We're even going to play an Elvis Presley movie. Just come back. Please come back. <laughs> now, of course, pricing and availability varies by market and is subject to change based on the status of local cinema reopenings. 
But tickets are available at ElvisThat'sTheWayItIs.com. Yes, ElvisThat'sTheWayItIs.com. I'm looking forward to it myself. I mean, hello, the king. So another congratulations is in order to uh, Elon Musk. Um, his net worth soared another $7.2 billion to his worth total being $127.9 billion. That moves him into the number two slot. Behind Jeff Bezos as the richest man on the planet, Bill Gates sinks down to number three at, now it's not too awful, at $127.7 billion. Wow. I mean, Elon, get this. His $500 billion mark for Tesla has soared 547% this year. Wow. The market value of Tesla, $500 billion. Just incredible. He's added $100.3 billion to his net worth this year. That is amazing. Just amazing. It makes you want to be Elon Musk. Or maybe, you know, date Elon Musk. Wait, what, Jeff? What are you talking about? I know. According to uh, Bumble, um, people have forgotten how to date. And I know. I know. Don't look at me like that. They're just saying Bumble said that they, you know, people have forgotten how to date. So they're offering tips and how to date and how to hook up with people. On their, on their, on their site, on their app. Okay. Now listen, dating 101, according to them, goes beyond the straight statistics. Okay. You need to protect your mental health too, because according to Bumble's research, more than half of daters feel disconnected from those they're close to, and more than two out of three are lonelier than before in general, and in their romantic lives. Oh, no. Now, and it's not just Bumble. Match and Hinge saw a rise in intentional dating, 63%. Wow. Uh, That's pretty cool. No, wait. They saw a rise in intentional dating. 63% of Bumble daters reported that the pandemic helped them figure out what really matters. Was that just a hookup on the side? I'm a fan. No, listen, this is for dating. It's not just hookups. Stop it, Jeff. You don't know what you're talking about. So, since mental health is such a huge deal, Bumble has partnered with teletherapy service Talkspace to provide users some help. So, from now until December 2nd. So, if you're listening to this after December 2nd, you're out of you're out of luck, okay? If you're listening live today on the 24th, of November 2020, you still have plenty of time. You can redeem a $120 discount off your first month of any talk space plan by swiping right through all the Bumble modes, you know, date, BFF, or biz, and you can cancel the plan at any time. 
And they also are offering some 2021 dating hacks for the Bumble app. Okay? So if you're on Bumble, pay attention. Send a message at the most optimal time. Bumble has identified peak usage as between 6 and 10 p.m. on any given day. So send a message between those hours. Add a badge like your Zodiac sign or your exercise habit. It increases your chance of matching by 70%. Share what dates are comfortable with during this time. Daters who do this experience a 20% increase in average number of matches per month compared to those who don't. In addition to the hacks, uh, we also have articles on important topics like having a COVID conversation with a potential date or how to navigate sex and intimacy during this time. If 2020 has taught us anything, it's that you can't predict that what will happen next. But now, we've learned that we can adapt to sudden changes. With Dating 101's insight, Hopefully, 40% of confused daters will go down. And I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> you can write your own jokes. <laughs> Thanks, Bumble. Thank you, Bumble. I, I mean, on behalf of the singles out there, um, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you, because it means so much. Because since the onset of COVID-19, I mean, the dating community has experienced an unprecedented disruption in every aspect of our social lives. So, thank you, Bumble, for helping us. And I, I mean that, gosh darn it. From the bottom of my Bumble. Speaking of Bumbles, did you see uh, Emily Atak, uh, the 30-year-old actor, comedian, explain just how a three-way romance with a married couple happened? <laughs> so, of course, that's the news. Emily Atak admits to a threesome with a married couple. But remember, of course, to watch the show, The Inbetweeners, and anything else that she does. And of course her new show that she's put together and be sure to follow her on all her social media accounts because she's got the whole thing put together just for you. But, Oh, by the way, did I tell you about the threesome that I was in? Yeah, I know. I know it just, it all started. We were just chatting in a pub and he told me he was married and his wife wanted to meet me. And, all right, then after a bit of flirting and texting, fine, let's just go ahead and get it over with. And then it was a problem because, of course, they both started falling in love with her. I know, right? How many times? <laughs> How many times have I heard this story where the couple just wants to have a, an affair with a single person, whether it be female or male, and then the couple both male and female, or two males or two females, fall in love with the person they're having an affair with. Oh man, do I? It gets, it just, I mean, it happens over and over and over again. So I sat him down and I said, guys, 
you've got some issues and you need to work it out. And, you know, doing me isn't the answer. Uh, you know, I think you need to talk to each other. And she went on to say that, <laughs> you think breaking up with one person is awkward. Try breaking up with two. So, you know, there's that. Oh, and by the way, um, don't forget about my show, The Inbetweeners. And don't forget about my new comedy show that's uh, out there. And don't forget to follow me on, you know, Instagram. And I'll be, you know, I'll be ready to go for you, okay? <laughs> I love these stories, man. True or not, that's what gets the press. And then we're just promoting the heck out of everything else. Incredible. Just incredible. All right. I feel pretty good because I got through today without doing any Trump or Biden throw-ins. Oh my gosh, I just did. I mean, look, my favorite was he blinked when he gave the okay for the transition to start. Donald Trump, I'm talking about, to the Biden campaign. Unless something huge happens, um, it's over. All right. I mean, they can still continue with the lawsuits and everything else, but we will have President Joe Biden on January 20th. So according to a new study by only by O-N-L-Y-B-U-Y found that the biggest earners tend to have the smallest man part. And to determine whether uh, man part proportions correspond to paycheck, uh, the e-commerce site recruited 997 men to answer questions about work, salary, and the dimensions of their manhood. Now this is a, it's gotta be a United Kingdom study because they use willies but they don't it's it's a, it's a story using American words the sun reported yeah okay so it's got to be a study only by it's got to be the UK so they don't use euros when they use the dollars so maybe it's just transform they usually throw in the euros when they're talking about the UK study so the study found that men Seven and eight inches earned an average of 35,700 to 50,300 per year. Meanwhile, men, three inches, which is the threshold for a micro, made an annual income of about $76,780 on average. And that men, four inch, were far, far more likely to get promoted according to the survey. However, uh, <laughs> um, according to this, the eight inch was optimal for making a woman climax. Coincidentally, only only by found that those working in the arts had the highest number of the eight inches. Bankers boasted the most micros. (laughs) 
coming in second overall to uh, Manpart size, Manual Labors, who sported the highest proportion of six and seven inch. And medical professionals rounded out the middle with the greatest percentage of average size. So there's that. <laughs> I don't know if that makes you feel good or not, but that's the study. And so there you have it. Now you know where you stand or hang as the case may be. Little football update. Um, college football. For those of you college football fans, you know what a struggle it's been for teams to play. And with the COVID uh, protocols, teams games get canceled and gets postponed. And, you know, many teams had games scheduled with one team and then they get scheduled with another team, especially if you're playing interleague play. Well, we also are going to have a game on a Tuesday morning. This is what 2020 has brought to us. A Tuesday morning college football game, December 1st. So next week, we're going to have uh, Tuesday, 10.30 a.m., the Charlotte 49ers taking on the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. A Tuesday morning college football game. (laughs) Uh, That's kind of sweet. That's kind of sweet. We'll see if it actually happens, though. And more things to look forward to. I happen to be watching a little bit of uh, an NFL game last night and Monday night for those of you listening live this is Tuesday the 24th of November and I was watching a little bit of the Monday night game and I saw the head coach of Tampa Bay wearing just his shield you know some of those coaches just have the the plastic shield in front of their face well uh no and I thought well did I just read that they have new protocols in the NFL uh that doesn't start until this coming week but they have new COVID protocols in the NFL and players who are not substituting or preparing to enter the field of play and are not wearing their helmets will be required to wear a mask or double layered gaiter while on the sideline. Coaches who call plays will no longer have the option to wear only a face shield. Instead, they must wear a face mask or double-layered gaiter in addition to the face shield. They're going to have to, uh, the teams are going to have to come up with their own way uh, to check on it and enforce the rules. They've got new ways uh, so many people can access the facilities. They can only have 62 people traveling with them. I can't wait until each player has to take their own plane to the game their private plan to the game. Now, uh, players and staff will be allowed to interact briefly after the games, but then must promptly return to the locker room. So there's no messing around. Okay. You say, thank you. Good game and get off the field. Confirmed tests from among NFL players and staff have increased a total of 108 tests have returned positive in the past two testing periods compared to 146 in the previous 11. So the numbers are going up. You know, look, the numbers are going up all over, right? We, we, we need to shelter down again, according to all that is holy. But uh, we're not ready to. We don't want to. People don't want to. You know why? Because they're being told to. Please, 
tell us, look, this is America. You make the choice. We're asking you. Just like they did here in, in Dallas, Fort Worth. Fort Worth, you know, urgent. Please, please stay home. And people in Fort Worth are like, yeah, you know what? No. But, I mean, many people are. And many people do because you get the choice you're not being forced to. Please stop mandating things. And the good thing is things are going to stop getting mandated now that we have, you know, a new administration coming into office in Washington, D.C. who believes in not mandating things and not making new laws and rules and regulations who believe in people making their own choices and living their own American dream. <laughs> I, I, I said that and I tried, I tried to do it and be serious. <laughs> when nothing could be farther from the truth. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I, I kill me. Oh, man.